When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No matter how hard that person hit him in the back, he felt it because of his health problem. And that's, and that's quite possible. And, uh, you know, uh, Giuliani is not my focus. My focus is the safety of the city. I understand. And also the fair treatment of New Yorkers. His articulation of what happened was far different from that video. Uh, that is the issue. And to have a New Yorker who did not commit a crime and spend 24 hours in, a, in jail based on an articulation of an assault is troubling to me. And that is what I wanted to make clear. Jail is one of the most impactful, traumatizing things that can happen to an innocent New Yorker. And we need to be very careful before we place a New Yorker who has not committed a crime inside incarceration. Our freedom is at the foundation of our constitution. Son of a bitch. There he is. Douchebag Mayor Eric Adams lying. He has no issue keeping people who belong in jail on the streets. And a guy like that who did commit a crime, he's got an issue with that. But a gun-toting killer who's got 24 prior arrests, Eric Adams not upset about that. This one upset him. And he did go out of his way to make sure Rudy got into trouble. He made phone calls. He, he made it public. He did all the things he said he doesn't do when he lied about Alvin Bragg to Bernard on Friday when Bernie asked him the very important question on this radio program. With that said, that was Andrew Gold, Lonely Boy. Here's another great Andrew, the son of the esteemed Woody Giuliani, who we both love on this show, me and Bernard, comes your way 3 o'clock every weekday afternoon, and a man that I thought had the best campaign of all four in his run for governor. He will be back, I promise you that, and that is uh, my buddy, the great Andrew Giuliani. Andrew, welcome back to the Bernie and Sid Show. How are you, pal? Sid, Bernie, always great to be with you guys. And Bernie, great job the other day cross-examining there. Mayor Adams. It's pretty amazing how in Manhattan he decides not to jump in with the DAs, but in Staten Island immediately he ends up coming in right here. I think it shows the two faces of Eric Adams pretty pretty quickly. No doubt. No doubt about that. Yeah, we, we exposed him and John Katzmatidis as well. Uh, yeah, the guy is a, he's a phony. He's a fraud, essentially, uh, based on his own words. I mean, it's demonstrable. He just, he just, he just put two and two together. Uh, with the uh, the Staten Island case with your dad and the Jose Alba case, and it's not hard to see, the guy is just uh, he's running a scam. He's a con artist, is what it's it sounds like uh, to me anyway. Uh, here yeah, on the well, Bernie and Sitcha, I think what you guys and what John ended up exposing over the weekend as well was simply that he will intervene in cases that are politically uh, expedient for him to do. And then the ones that aren't, he's going to look the other way and say, you know what, instead I'm going to spend my time uh, at Zero Bond Nightclub rather than actually <laughs> pick up the phone and give yeah. uh, and yeah. give Alvin Bragg a call. Yeah, Zero Bond Nightclub. So I brought your name up early in the program, Andrew, because as you know, I was off last week, went to visit my mom 
Mom has a house in uh, White Lake, uh, Kanyanga Lake, about six miles away from Monticello. And me and my beautiful wife, a good friend of yours, Danielle, spent a lot of time in Monticello going to the gym, going for breakfast. And I have to tell you, it, it was never a, a, a huge area. When I was a kid, you had stores open. You had the, uh, the hotels up there were bustling. And you can walk through Monticello. Now, Andrew, you can't even do that. And I remember when you ran for governor, what I appreciated most about you was, uh, unlike the other candidates, I thought they were running for mayor. You talked about the whole state. You talked about Binghamton, Rochester, Syracuse. And I saw that firsthand in Monticello last week. Again, that's why you had the best campaign of all, because you spent a lot of time in these other cities across this state. And, Andrew, it's a mess. Yeah, it really is. You know, everything that we're seeing in New York City, uh, I would say it's even, uh, you know, five, ten further years down the road in places like Rochester and in Binghamton. I mean, I've said this before, but Rochester and Binghamton last year had the most murders ever in recorded history. In Syracuse, they're double the national violent crime average. Uh, This is all across the state of New York. And if you look at town after town north of Dutchess County in the state of New York, you'll see that industry has left. And, And what's happened is state government over the last 15 years has completely forgotten about New Yorkers north of Midtown Manhattan. And it's a real problem for the health of our state. And and Bernie said, as you guys know so well, New York is such a beautiful and diverse state. I actually have a good friend of mine who this week is going up to Niagara Falls for the first time Mm. to take his kids up there and to see that. And it's so beautiful. They're going to stop in the Finger Lakes. New York really has the potential to, I really think, be the best state from a tourist destination uh, in the entire country. And I'm not just talking about Times Square and the Statue of Liberty. I mean the entire state. But government has to get out of the way. When we continue to see Kathy Hochul put regulation after regulation, continue to compete with California to be the highest tax state in the country, we're going to continue to see businesses and people decide to leave for Florida and and for Tennessee and for Texas. Uh, And that's something that's really, really sad is somebody is three people here who love New York. And I know that the overwhelming majority of your listeners really believe that New York can come back. We just need to make sure we have state government that actually looks and says, you know what, we're going to let we're going to get out of the way of businesses and, and make sure that they can do everything they can to create jobs rather than chase them out. Absolutely. Andrew Giuliani on the Bernie and Sid show. And to that point, an upstate and you talked about this on the campaign as well, Andrew, was uh, the Hochul administration the uh, and Cuomo before her just crushed the hell out of the energy sector here. They will not allow fracking. You have uh, – it's sort of like uh, upstate New York is – I've made this analogy across the border from Pennsylvania. It's like South Korea and North Korea. New York State is North Korea, <laughs> impoverished, uh, people starving, skinny, and, and it just – it's just terrible. You go over to Pennsylvania, you go over to South Korea, and it's yeah. first world. People are thriving. And uh, so if they would allow fracking, if they would allow for the building of pipelines, you not yeah. only have the energy flowing, uh, and, and by the way, o- open up the uh, nuclear plants, but you'd have jobs being created, jobs. And we wouldn't have this North Korea, South Korea divide between the uh, New York State and Pennsylvania. You know, I was talking with Doug Mastriano, the Republican candidate for governor in Pennsylvania, and we were talking about the exact same thing, Bernie. And I have to tell you, anybody and any of your listeners right now can look and pull up Zillow, and they could see on the southern tier of New York, look at places like Binghamton, like Elmira, and then you can go across the border in Vestal, Pennsylvania, and you could see that home prices are basically double what they are just a few miles away. The same natural resources there. But in Pennsylvania, they've decided to clean, frack, and drill. 
whereas in New York, they've decided not to. And it's uh, it, when we look at actually restarting the economy in New York as an entire state, not just from the financial sector or the real estate sector, which we focus on so much here in the city of New York, uh, energy has to be one of those main things. But I'll tell you, it's, it's not even exclusively energy. One of the things that I thought was so amazing, I went to an event last year called Empire Farm Days, and it's in just outside of Syracuse, and it's all the farmers, not just from New York State, but really in the Northeast. And the amazing thing is they all talk about the overbearing of regulation over the last 10 years mm. in New York and what it's done to their businesses. Wow. This is all across the board in all different industries around the state. So tomorrow on the way out here, Andrew Giuliani marks two weeks to the day where uh, you came in second, put up a great fight, but Lee Zeldin won. Uh, two questions. A, how often have you been in contact with Lee since the win two weeks ago? And B, what are you thinking about next? So I'll tell you what. B, I'm not sure. I know B right now I probably need to change a diaper because I see Grace over here. <laughs> I, I, my wife, I spend a little time with her. So that's probably the most important thing for B right now. Uh, but A, I've been in touch with Lee. I have, I've, we're actually going to do a couple of campaign events at the end of the month. I know one in Buffalo, one in Staten Island, potentially one in Rochester as well. We're still figuring out the dates on all that stuff. But look, I look at it this way, right? I, when I see the state – uh, and, and I see my daughter and her future right here as I'm looking at her right now, uh, I know that Lee Zeldin is going to be a whole heck of a lot better than anything the Democrats can put up, certainly Kathy Hochul here. Yeah. Uh, so for me, th this is, uh, as, as I look at my child's future, it's so important that we do everything we possibly can to get him and, and other people like Rob Cornicelli in New York to uh, elected come November 8th because uh, this is the future of our country and our state. Mm. Look, I have no doubt, guys, we're going to see a red wave nationally. But if we want to save New York, we need to make sure this red wave comes into New York hard on November 8th. So I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that November 8th is a red wave year in New York. Well, we are both Cornicelli guys as well. We At least I'll speak for myself. Hey. I'd like to see him beat Andrew Garbarino. And uh, if there's a God out there, maybe even Tina Forte can win come November. Who hey, knows? Listen, what, what, <laughs> one more observation quickly said that if, uh, let, let's say Rob Astorino wasn't running, Andrew Giuliani would have beat Lee Zeldin. Let's say uh, Andrew Giuliani wasn't running, Rob Astorino would have beat Lee Zeldin. So, Andrew, if it wasn't a third-party candidate, so to speak, a third candidate, you would have won that election. Take solace in that. You're a refreshing presence on the scene, and uh, we love the, the fact that you're out there and you're going to land somewhere on your feet and help out this state and this country. Thank you, guys. And I have to okay. tell you, I always love listening to you guys in the morning. One of the things that was amazing to me, and I told this to John Katsimatidis the other day because it's really true. He's created a community with WABC. What I would hear on the campaign trail all across the state, and you can pick you guys up in Rochester, is I heard you on Bernie and Sid in the morning. <laughs> I heard you on with the Cats Roundtable or Greg Kelly or that other guy named Giuliani at 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> People are tuning into you guys, and they love you, as I, as do I. Well, thank you. At least you returned my text. Lee Zeldin stopped doing that. So he must have found that I warmed up to you. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Great job. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care.